Hey, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for somehow, some way ingesting what we're putting out. I am Corey Showtime. I'm Kevin Monroe. And we are live back in the actual studio with my buddy Paul in the over here. I can touch this man in his loud ass jacket. That's why I gotta be so like like my voice is carrying. I told uh Paul to turn the mic up so that you can hear me over the sound of this exquisite piece of uh Tiger of Kang. Tiger Kang. <laughs> it's so ugly that it's like actually beautiful like that's how deep it's gotten into it's like when you stare at a picasso long enough you're like oh yeah this is art you know <laughs> but but sorry i'm, I'm losing i'm losing all well, before decorum. we start yeah before we start losing all decorum we cannot start any showtime and kev podcast without kevin doing his island intro which he is definitely dressed for the occasion so kevin <laughs> if you would be so kind in the name of the one called Emperor Selassie, I conquering tribe of Judah, King, King of the Santa Cruz, Reading Music Festival with the Ross, glad I go on up in this piece. Lord of mercy, brook, 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 book, 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 yaga, yaga, enough things I go on, what I go on, enough things I go on. We are rusty, okay, all right, we are getting back to normal, that's what, that's pretty much what's been going on the last month of everyone's life, it's just. What's it been like, what, six weeks? Yeah, something like a little bit, like, yeah, it's been about six weeks since everything's been open like I mean, it's been a month since like here in la they, they gave yeah. us like you know you can you can be you can go up and do everything and like have maximum capacity of places and now it's been a month there's some people taking their mask off and walking around with their dicks hanging all that shit yeah like, it's, it's crazy it's I mean, whatever I've, and I've, I've been outside i haven't done a lot of open mics because i know comics are dirty motherfuckers and they're like oh yeah i got vaccinated no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> you up there touching the mic spitting on Spitting on the microphone, like even this, like after this, I'm gonna like wash my face and bleach. Like, <laughs> damn, just the little Kim treatment. That is yeah. all bad. <laughs> <The> little, <laughs> shout out to little Kim. Uh, she can still out rap, uh, you know, Megan the Stallion. But I mean, yeah, she does look like a mannequin. If you say so. I'm like, I'm getting old. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I mean, you're like, you're a little bit older than me, and I'm like. We're both of that age to where we shouldn't give a shit about any of the babies. Little baby, dub baby. <laughs> all I, the little. I stopped. Like, little, I, all the, the little, little stop for me, Lil Wayne. Like, yeah. that's how I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Little, <laughs> little peep, little pump, little, uh, you know, little baby, uh, little Nas X, little, I mean, yeah. At some point, you just go, you know what? Yeah. Lil Wayne, that's, that's the last little. They might actually be talented i just don't care to check anymore because there's so many you know like meg the stallion might be amazing she is actually but well, i don't I mean, care but she's amazing I mean, no. <laughs> it's like she, the next one down i'm not gonna care either <laughs> uh, the black dynamite uh things come through for a random email that does not matter it's not even anything's going on i but, thought i'd be able to see like well like my facebook uh my instagram live on my phone but apparently not i gotta like chime in from another page, and but, you know, you know, bad the lils will come. Now there's little Dicky, who's a white dude, mm-hmm. and it's like, how okay? Now there's a white lil. Okay, now I'm now I'm really out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like how gentrified is lil now that there's little Dicky? You know, and he yeah. he makes no bones about. I'm, he he says I'm a terrible rapper. I, I just <laughs> I just showed up here. To make money and, and take the little name, and he's fine. He's actually a pretty good rapper. He's just a terrible like gangster rapper. If that was the case, like he just goes up with like, nah, I'm a, I'm a white dude. I have a terrible penis. Uh, <laughs> various other things that are funny. Like 
His uh, his show on um on FX is hilarious. Oh, you seen it? Okay. Yeah, uh, it's on. Well, the first season was funny. This season, I'm be honest. Like the second, I'm on like episode three, and I'm like, bro, you better figure this shit out. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is a little too serious for a comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know that, that that happens. I mean, you know, as you get older, like you start. You know, there's a, a, a cross line. And, you know, I think the cross line is whenever you were having the most fun and you were dating the most and you had the most women. And for me, that was like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, so like now I'm like, I'm coasting. Like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need, I don't need to care about any of this. And I mean, I'm, I'm straight up listening to the OJs, you know, with, with the fucking silk shorts on. You know, I'm, I'm straight up, I'm about to be at the Essence. Uh, <laughs> what you say now, Chuck? <laughs> the, the Essence Jazz Festival. You exactly. Stupid, Chuck. Like, yeah, we, like, at what age? I've been wanting to like work this into my act, but it's a really philosophical question about my soul that I need to know as a black man. Like, what age is it where you get the the leather baseball cap and the sandal shoes? <laughs> leather baseball cap? No, no. Don't it's do always it. a leather baseball don't. cap, a pocket full of keys and or change, and like a a nineteen eighties to a nineteen nineties Cadillac or Cutlass that has every aftermarket part on it. Like, it happens right. to all. Black dudes, like yeah. I don't know why, but that's my future. I know yeah. this. Coming. <laughs> hey, if you start, if you got a Bluetooth with a little blue light blinking in it, it's yeah. a wrap. It's a wrap. It's always like all my uncles have that. Everything I just said, all of my uncles have had that as long as I've known them. Like my whole life, they've always been that age. And I'm like, I know this go. I know my little cousins one day gonna see me outside the Cadillac with the, with the leather baseball cap on. But <laughs> no it, team affiliation, just leather. Yep, yep. That, that, that Frankie Beverly and Maze look, and and, it, and the, the seats gotta have the white piping. The yeah. piping. We need the white the piping. Stripe. The white piping. <laughs> Like yeah, that that happens. I'm I'm real close. Like okay, so this this jacket is like a desperate hope. <laughs> I'm holding on. That to jacket the- is so many versions of desperate something. Hold on, sorry, I'm accidentally <laughs> calling you. Don't pay no attention to that. Okay, my fingers. Yeah, this is. I, I I bought this because my sister said if if I ever wear something like this that she would burn it on sight. <laughs> your your family is like to the Monroes. Have at it. This dude is, is, is said he wants all the smoke. Literally, if you're gonna light it on fire, he wants all the smoke. My mother's like, "Boy, you're selling drugs now. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you're selling the marijuana. You're selling. You're selling weed. <laughs> you do look like you're walking up the coast of Miami right now. Like you look like I, I expect to see you walking by the beach in Miami at this point with sunglasses and and loafers with no socks on." Right, right, like, hey, hey, we're going to have some fun, man. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> Got roofies in your pocket. That jacket, when you bought the jacket, there were roofies already in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an eighth right right in there. Like, hey, you know, just start a kit. Just, you know, start selling the shit. You know, and it, it's funny because we were talking about this earlier. Like, when I was a teenager, like, the only cats that could rock shit like this we're selling drugs. Yeah. Like that's how it was. Like when you're 16, you don't have even if you had, even if you if your parents were giving you money, like you didn't have money to go buy like a velour sweat, a velour tracksuit from Nike. That's $120 in 1990 money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you didn't have that money. So the cats that were rocking shit like this, they had their own like, I mean, they 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 had a business. <laughs> I had my first velour tracksuit at like 26. It was a Sean John. <laughs> you had a Sean John. Oh! Shout out to the Sean John. <laughs> what color was it though? It was purple. I looked like a California <laughs> raisin. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 
charger? I what bought the- it specifically to go with my Shaq jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you. That's why this was like two thousand move twenty six. So I was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. <laughs> that's that's the kind of shit when you buy it as you're buying it, you're thinking, wait till these niggas see. Oh this. yes, I was oh. like, ooh, okay, wait with these. Like, like I had the velour, I had the <laughs> the velour. Wait till they see this with the with the with the gold Shaq jersey, the throwback, <laughs> throwback Shaq jersey, okay. and the all white shell toe Adidas. I was like, ooh, I can't wait to step in the club with you. Oh, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. That was the hottest outfit that, like, and I don't mean like hot, like, oh, that look at that shit. That's dope. No, I mean like that was the physically hottest outfit that, <laughs> that oh, you, I you owned. Were sweating. You yeah, were sweating. I was on fire. Okay, you were sweating. It was very heavy. <laughs> but those Michelin Ness jerseys, like, those things were made out of like terry cloth. Like they're super heavy fabric. But that, the, but that's the kind of clothing that like you <coughs> you lay it out on the bed. Yeah. Like you lay it out, like I, I'm gonna kill these niggas with this. Yeah, you need to see this. Like there, I expect there to be a row of body bags <laughs> as I enter the club with this outfit. All right, so what we have things to talk about today? Do we not? We have a lot of things to talk about. We oh, yeah. haven't been, we haven't done this shit in like two months, and we just acting like everything's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot. Of, Life happens, you know. It was uh, the summertime. Yeah, yeah there, there's, you know, uh, I, I was in Vegas. Uh, Corey was out doing shows. I was in um, Vegas at one point too. Like we yeah. both like kind of passed each other in the night. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, uh, if you're ever in Vegas. Uh, don't be like me and decide you can walk to the strip. Why? Why? Why would you ever do that? Because I looked at the map and I was like, it's point nine miles. I can walk point nine miles. No. Okay. Where I grew up, we walked like two, three miles with buckets of water in our hand. I could do that. So I'm walking, and the thing is, like, my hotel is across from the strip, and there's a fifteen freeway or whatever you have to walk over the freeway and to get to that there's a whole like route you have to do and once you do that you walk over the freeway and you realize wait it's 120 degrees out right now mm-hmm. and i'm the only person walking yep <laughs> exactly the only people that walk in las vegas are either on las vegas boulevard <laughs> as tourists or prostitutes those are the only people that are pedestrians in that city whatsoever everybody else right. has a car or is on the bus yeah that, because that w- outside is not the business in the desert yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's crazy. Don't do that. So anyway, so so the first thing we need to get to is, and you know, it's been a while, but we need to get to it is, uh, uh, Bill Cosby is free. <laughs> first day out. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey! Yeah. That was very interesting. The the it split the the reaction definitely split the black community for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know about everybody else, but black people definitely like. It's like he's. Like, see, you can't keep a good man down. It's like, he's a rapist. And the funny thing is, you're both right. So let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, it's true. And even Felicia Rashad, my my uh, my television mother. <laughs> Everybody's television mother, or at least Big Mama by this point. Yeah, yeah. She was like, finally, he's out. Yeah. And everybody was like, uh, uh, you realize that, you know, you rape like 60 women, you know. <laughs> and, and it's not even, like, debatable because, like, I have his comedy album we talked about how he drugged women and he thought it was funny that shit was an open it wasn't so much an open secret like this is kind of another issue that's going to be really rough to talk about because you got to leave morality at the door with it (laughs) but there was a part in time where like it wasn't an open secret that cosby was doing this shit this is just like what people did in hollywood 
right, or, or right. just in general, but like in, specifically in Hollywood, it's like mm-hmm. you found a found a young starlet or whatever, like some chick that you wanted, like you ought to be in pictures, flip a little Spanish fly and a drink, <laughs> and this is before the seventies and shit, right, right. So it was that, and like let's just be real, women had no rights for a long time, still kind of don't, but like mm-hmm. we've made a lot of leaps and bounds since. But back then, right. when Cosby was being like a young man doing his shit, you couldn't say nothing because there was no like where were you going to report that too? That's why that was actually part of the problem to this even you know getting to this point yeah man. i mean it was definitely like considered normal i mean there's a reason lisa bonet left uh the cosby show you know and different world and all that i mean i mean she never talked about it but at some point she will talk about it and, yeah. you know and that was his mo you know and you can't i mean and the way he got out of prison by the way, he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. He did mm-hmm. three years, but he got out because of a technicality. And the technicality was that the lawyer uh, uh, that he was prosecuted with, yeah. the prosecutor said, well, you know, I, I won't prosecute you on this case years ago. So basically like off of a handshake. It was like a double know. jeopardy type of deal. If it's some, it was like some kind of game show bullshit. Like you know, like like, hey man, hey, um, yeah, I I don't know what you're gonna do in ten years, but if you do something bad, I'm not gonna hold you accountable for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah. And that's that's not how law is supposed to work. Like, I so can't, basically, he had an old get out of jail free card that he fa- that they found in his pants when they were digging through it three years later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not jeopardy. It's monopoly. Uh, like yeah, he had the, the get out of free. Yeah. Like he was already in jail, but it's like oh. Oh, I got to get out of jail free card. It's like, yeah. ah, shit. Oh, we got to let him out. That's the rules, you know? Yeah. He yeah. doesn't, but you don't get to collect $200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he, he's worth a lot. I mean, and, and and it's really sad to see, like, so many of these whole tap motherfuckers on Twitter talking about, oh, yeah, he tried to buy NBC. That's why they got him. <laughs> it's like, no, you can try to buy NBC and be raping women at the same time. Like, those two things are not exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And why would you try to buy NBC when you're still getting royalties on, like, every other network that would still run your show if you were in good standing? Because that's kind of why Felicia Rashad was happy he was out. It's like, oh, can we please get these royalties back? Up? <laughs> oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody on that show. Remember, uh, what's his name? That, that, that uh, uh, the guy that came in later on that was like working Eldon. At, uh, Eldon. He yeah. Was, he was working at Dude like played a, Eldon. He was working at uh, it was uh, Trader deal. Joe's. Yeah, it was a big deal. He was on Trader Joe's uh, and everybody was shaming him for working at a, re- at a fucking uh, grocery store. It's like, nigga, I got to do something. Yeah, and he fucked up my royalties. <laughs> Cosby fucked up my royalties. They can't play this shit on TV One. They can't play it on BET. Yeah. Like, nigga, that was my, you know. Like, don't look at me like I squandered my money. That <laughs> shit was 1991 when that shit was off TV. That was 30 fucking years ago. I got Man, you tell me how you make that money last that long. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, he's, you know, I'm happy for the brother he got, you know, work after that. You know, yeah. he trained at Yale. I mean, he's a good dude. But he was like, yo, Cosby fucked up all our money. Yeah. You know, so it's it's so like, it's, I mean, let's, let's put it this way. Um, the rules have changed and there are people, so. there are people who are caught up in, uh, who are part of the past that have not changed and, and, they get, and they've been held accountable. Yeah. And they hate mm. that. Oh, they hate accountability. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that powerful people in general, uh, normally, uh, hidden towards the lighter hues, but like <laughs> powerful people hue. in general cannot stand accountability. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. It's not, it, they don't like it. They will, know? they will settle out of court and give you whatever amount of money just so they don't have to say it was my fault. Mm. Right. Right. 
Corporations yeah. do that shit all the time. Yeah, but corporations aren't people, so you can't put them in jail. But they get um, to vote like people. <laughs> but I mean, there's so many comedians in trouble right now, man. I mean, uh, Chris Delia, I mean, he's disappeared for a minute. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, he's, you know, kind of kept They'll it low. They'll be fine. They're white. They'll be fine. <laughs> it's like you get canceled for an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Tony said all that horrible shit about that Asian comic, and it's right back on, like, right back at hot. Like, if you put, like, if you want, like, when the comedy store is back running the way it is, he'll be back there on Monday doing his shit. Right. Joe I mean, Rogan, like, nobody's going to tell Joe Rogan no. Right. And, and by the way, Joe Rogan just had a guy on his podcast a week ago talking about how black people have some gene that makes them more violent. Yes. And Joe Rogan's response was, oh, tell me more. This is interesting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear a fucking thing anymore about Joe Rogan. I mean, <laughs> I mean he'll, he'll, put, he'll put cranks on there, and he'll, and he'll be like, oh, well, this is interesting. No, it's not, motherfucker. It's dumb. Yeah. And you, you shouldn't do that. So, anyway, any, any of you, so any of you people out here who are watching, if you are a Joe Rogan fan and you think that what he's doing is just letting everybody speak, no, you're an idiot and you're letting cranks talk to you. Don't do that. Fuck out of here with that. Black people have a gene that makes them more violent. Are you fucking serious? Get out of here. Anyway. And as a white guy that does MMA, which is mostly white and Mexican guys beating the shit out of each other, like we're violent. Did Joe Rogan at all <laughs> really? like refute that? Did he have any no. evidence to the contrary? No, no. He's like, oh, well, I mean, we should just do our research. And research, research meaning go look on you on Google for like a couple guys from Colorado. It's interesting how like white people can always find some study about how black people are more violent. But I'm like, if I want to, I don't need a study. I can just go through any part in history. <laughs> <laughs> like right. let's 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 just like, let's put this let's put all these wars in a random number generator. You again? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much genocide. Yep. Yeah, man, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you're all over it. This is I mean, better than this better than roulette. <laughs> I try to tell people like I I'm in my 40s and I'm literally the first generation of black people that can vote freely. Damn, literally, because uh, the Civil Rights Act of 19 the Voting Rights Act of 65, Civil Rights Act of 63 happened, but that was not my generation. That was my parents' generation. Mm. I was born into the first generation of black people that can vote freely. And coming from Trinidad, we were British subjects up until 1965. Yeah. So I am the first generation of free black people. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> So, so, I mean, come on with that, with all that, man. Yeah. And I, I think the thing with Joe Rogan is they let him get away with this shit because uh, he's like a like a like an idiot's thinking man. Like, oh, well, well, this is an interesting. <laughs> that's a good idea. way to put it. This is an interesting idea. That's no, kind of that's kind of his appeal, actually, is the fact that he's like a meathead that thinks. So it's like it's like all the all those dudes that you know see in the affliction shirts with the with like a Red Bull IV, <laughs> like those guys, if they ever like if they ever get to have a, a an original thought, that's Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan is basically Joe Rogan is basically the the Jiminy Cricket on every MMA fighter's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, man, don't do it. Let's do some DMT and think about it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, the least common denominator. It's Spe terrible. Speaking of MMA, real quick, just to kind of go off like off subject. Um, what subject is there? <laughs> I was watching the UFC last night, and um, 
I'm starting to wonder if there's something in the water this year because, like, there's been a lot of injuries in the, in, in the NBA. There's been a lot more injuries in football. But, like, I've noticed there's a lot yeah, – there's been a lot more broken legs in MMA lately. Uh. And Conor McGregor <laughs> – Wait, did he break his leg? Yeah, he, he broke his leg. He broke his leg throwing a punch yesterday. How how you do that? It's weird. Like he like first he, he threw a kick. Like he started the fight really active, throwing kicks and stuff. And like then Poirier checked one with his knee, and like Connor put his put it down weird. And, and like even then, like Poirier was like, oh, oh, oh. like he pointed at like this. That's gonna be a problem. And then later on in the fight, Connor throws a left, and you always plant with your like with your opposite like was like with your foot. Mm. And as he was planting, his foot just said. Oy. Yeah, it looked bad. It looked real bad. Oh, it's one of those like compound fractures, but it yeah. spiral fracture actually. Oh, oh, but they have to like censor it and like take it off the TV. Yeah, it's one of those things where they keep showing the replay. I'm like, stop, stop! I give up. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I'm not even in the fight. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! I'm, I'm I'm so not into <laughs> MMA. Uh, although, I mean, I am into MMA in a way that um, I'm not into boxing because the kind of fights, the kind of injuries they get, uh, are not like. Life threatening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, surprisingly, MMA is a lot safer than boxing. Yeah, like by far. Yeah, because you can. I mean, like compound fractures look ugly, but you know, twelve rounds of being hit in the head. Yeah, that's life altering. Bones heal. You know, you're you're you might tear your arm, like some ligaments in your arm. That shit will heal up. You know, but when in MMA, when you're knocked out, the fight's over. Like the the ref jumps in the way. Like, hey, stop beating on this guy. It's over. Right. Where in boxing, like you get. Getting knocked out is the goal. So, I mean, what's the goal in MMA? But, like, at the same time, like, you get knocked out and then, like, you get a concussion, then you get 10 seconds to recover, and then you go get more concussions. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, every time you see a Mexican boxer get up, like, I'm okay, I'm okay, bro, I'm okay. Like, no, like, no, this is, you should put your head in in a box of ice and go home. Like, it's not just a Mexican thing. (laughs) It's funny because, like, there's a certain level of racism in boxing that's always been okay. (laughs) It's always been okay. Like, if you got any, if you got any Filipino friends, they're are not your friends after a Pacquiao fight. Period. Point blank. End story. Mm. Like that shit mm. runs deep, right? So, and it has because there's always been a lot of his like a historical scapegoating going on in that sport. I've seen like documentaries uh, talking about that, but specifically in boxing, like it's a tough guy sport. Of course, obviously, any any fight sport yeah. is a tough guy, but yeah, like get, boxing, get in the face is not for for weak people. Yeah, like the like you get a concussion every fight. There's no way around that, right? You know. But in MMA, like once you get the concussion, it's like we gotta stop the fight, and then you got like six months to recover. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it, it's 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 an uglier, bloodier looking sport, but physically it's better for you. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, and, and it's hard to convince people of that because they're like, oh, well, boxing, you know, they have gloves on. Yeah, but those gloves are delivering like you know, <laughs> like a car crash like every thirty seconds. Can you imagine <laughs> if they didn't have those gloves on? Well, they well they did, and and they stopped it in the eighteen eighties because people would would die. Boxing <laughs> used to be like that. Like I would rather watch people fight with swords and shields and like live tigers and shit versus what they had in like the nineteen twenties. It was like bare knuckle, one hundred and fifty <laughs> rounds and shit. <laughs> there. That is true. Is like, like, come on, come on, buddy, come and on, like, and buddy. Johnson's got him on the ropes. This is round ninety-seven. He's coming with another left and a right and another left and a right. 
He just looked terrible. Like, no, nah, yeah, fuck, yeah. man. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> cut it to 30 minutes. See what happens, man. Right. Well, okay, okay. Let's, let's move on, man. Uh, so th- this is this was another thing that, that popped up that has got me, as a Caribbean person that loves the Olympics, very, very upset. It's Shakari Richardson. And as a person that smokes weed, I'm a little upset. Okay, okay. So, so we're together on this. Because yeah. I, I love Olympic competition. You like weed. Yes. So... <laughs> So the idea that you could ban an Olympic athlete for smoking weed, marijuana. Yeah. Lord of mercy. No. (laughs) How? The whole Jamaican team is like, yo. Not just Jamaica, the Netherlands, (laughs) America. Everybody's looking at him like, don't look at us. Like, what? I mean, Michael Phelps was on camera smoking a bong. Like, how the fuck is this? And he got in trouble for that, too. And it's stupid. Like, it really is. Because the amount, like, any athlete can win a gold medal and then go out go out to the club get drunk as shit they're gonna give him VIP and be like oh Michael Phelps in the house ladies and gentlemen just won a gold medal or Scott Richards just won a gold medal nobody and like with his weed because it's against the rules then it's all vilified but weed has been like I can go down the whole rabbit hole with this so much better for you than alcohol but that's the celebrated one so the fact that I think the reason why it's illegal in that level of competition is because they say it can mask things, and I don't even understand how that works. I guess it's like if they test positive for weed, they don't see the steroids or some shit like that. But that doesn't sound right. It at doesn't all. sound right to me at no, all. No, no. I mean, if, if you're on steroids, I get. To I'm s- sure I can Google it, but I didn't. I mean, <laughs> there. Was, I I would I would dare anybody to to see how your testosterone levels uh, are moved one way or the other by yeah. marijuana. It's it's not. If you're able to outrun anyone high as shit, give her a gold medal <laughs> and a hat. Give her a gold and a bronze. Because, right, right. like, that's over, that's going That's going above and beyond. That's a performance-decreasing drug. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, you, it's like you, you won uh, a car race with the, the parking brake on. <laughs> you know like she, basically, she won her sprints in her socks, you know? <laughs> and she whooped y'all in socks. So, like, right, that's the problem. Right. But it's, it's against the rules, so she can't go. That's just how it is. And in Japan, the host country, I'm not sure if this plays into it all. They don't play weed whatsoever. And Japanese people drink, drink, drink. Like, they don't even sell, like, small bottles of liquor because it's supposed to be a communal thing. So, like, the smallest bottle of liquor you're going to find out in in Japan is, like, a handle, you know? Yeah, I've been to Japan, and and, and they have, like, clubs where, you you know, you can, like, single women can hire men to drink with them. And the guy's job is to drink as much as they can with the women so they buy drinks and then they throw it up and they drink more. Like, Minus the throwing a- up, I want that job. Like I can <laughs> like finally I found something for my skill set. <laughs> drinking and talking shit with women. Yeah. That that seems like you you could you could handle that pretty well. Twenty one to thirty four year old me would have been like they would have had to retire my number. <laughs> <laughs> His jersey's like up in the rafter somewhere. Uh, Robinson <laughs> I would, be, I would have been elite. <laughs> right, right. But, oh, oh, shit. Corey Robinson's here. Right. <laughs> Give it up, everybody. Corey. Oh, sorry. But, in Japanese. But either way, like, Shikari's handling it perfectly. She's, like, she's owned up to it. She said it was a stupid mistake. Yada, yada. She didn't say she's not going to do it again. Um, I think they shouldn't be testing for weed in the Olympics or any sports for that matter. But... If as far as like people saying, oh, this is dumb of her, she's gonna she's losing out on so much money. Is she? 
Is nah, really? I don't think so. Because last I checked, I looked at the, uh, her Twitter page. She has like half a million followers. Yeah, and check yeah. this out. Did any of y'all give a shit about women's track before this? <laughs> Let's be real. Did any of y'all care who was r- running the women's ah. 400 meters before ah. this shit happened? You didn't give a fuck. She, her getting in trouble brought more attention to this race than any of y'all are going to pay to it when it actually happens. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's not that big. Oh, she should have did it like that. And on top of that, Olympians don't really make that much. Unless you're like a Michael Phelps or somebody that becomes a name, then right. you're not going to be one of those people getting all these endorsements. She is already a name. We're talking about her right now. It's become a big enough deal to where if she strikes now with Iron Tot, she can make all the money that she would have made in the Olympics anyway. Yeah, she could. She could sell cornflakes or or CBD or you know, uh, jewel like the you know Lucky Strikes like whatever. Yeah, like, but but okay. To your point, yes. Um, I I'm because I'm from the Caribbean and I love the Olympics. I watch all of these things, mm-hmm. but I understand that for most people, watching you know a 250 pound woman shot put. Is not entertaining. They're not interested. <laughs> I'm in, I want to see it, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I watch it because it's on and it happens every four years, but I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not looking specifically. Like, I don't have my, I don't have my fucking U.S. track and field jersey <laughs> sitting I, there watching, like, oh, who's going to win? No, I don't care. Yeah, mo- mo- most Americans don't. Yeah. I mean, but for me personally, I, I, I love. I've always loved the Olympics and it was, it's all because, uh, as for coming from a small country, like this is a moment for you to shine. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's like, okay, well we only have 1.5 million people, 1.3 when I was scram, 1.3 million people. But during the Olympics, we had Atto Bolden who, you know, got the bronze like in 100 meter sprint. Atto. If you're watching this, I respect. Um, but, so yeah. If you're watching this, you're just as popular as we are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real. Like, like I have no idea who that it is. Oh, more power to him. He's awesome. He's got the bronze. <laughs> Shout out to Otto Bolton. Oh, speaking of uh, smaller countries uh, and their time to shine, yeah. uh, this just happened the other day in, in an exhibition game. The Nigeria beat the U.S. Olympic squad Word? in basketball. Word? I'm talking Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Word? Yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh, okay. That's ugly. Cause that, that, yeah. Because I used to have a joke. Uh, I used to do about how like the 92 Olympic team with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird was like horrible. And uh, like, how dare they do this to yeah, the rest of the world? They're horrible people. They weren't, that was a great team, but they weren't horrible. Wait, they beat Angola like 155 to three or some shit. Like, I mean, like, why would you do that to people? Like, you know, they don't have shoes. Demoralized. <laughs> Those are the only 12 <laughs> pairs of shoes in the whole country. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they're like, good game, brother. Are you still eating that? Like, <laughs> Shooting guard is wearing dress shoes. Niggas <laughs> 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 play basketball in church shoes. Like, well, come on, man. Well, things have changed in Nigeria. <laughs> apparently, there's been a, apparently things are a lot better than we expected because they beat us down. Like, I mean, not like it wasn't a stomp out, but like we shouldn't. I feel like anytime America puts our team out there in basketball, like we shouldn't lo- we shouldn't win a game by less than twenty five. Like that's just I'm spoiled yeah. because the first time I ever gave a shit about the Olympic basketball team. Ninety two. Exactly. Yeah, ninety two Olympic Games. When they put the and, and you could go on ESPN and watch that dream team uh that whole journey. It was We're, disrespectful how they treated the rest of the world. Oh yeah, they they were just like killing motherfuckers. They're like, All right, well, you know, we'll put in our, our second team, third team. The the worst 
player on that 92 team was Christian Leighton. <laughs> Who just came out of winning for Duke. And I was know? thinking, like, why the hell is this dude there? But honestly, Christian Leitner is the level of players that usually play on the Olympic team. Christian right. Leitner was the dude that you could be like, okay, look, it's an amateur team. Right, right. Yeah, they put him in, yeah, they put him in as, as like a uh, like a legal like stopgap. Like, yeah. no, no, he's there. And it's like he just won for Duke. He's 6'8. He plays like I mean, no, he's 6'10", 6'11". He was a center. A, is that a, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah a, and, and, yeah, I mean, like, everybody else. And he was, like, like the 15th man on the team. At least. You know? like He got the, zero playing time, and that's the amount of playing time he should have got. No disrespect to him, but, like, you're the center. The three guys in front of you are Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, and Akeem Olajuwon. The fuck are you going to, like, sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go, go fetch us some Gatorade, bro. <laughs> You ain't getting in at all, ever. <laughs> oh, you want to play power forward? Carl Malone. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John Stockton's the, the, the fucking like, point guard. Like, yeah. come on. Oh, the other power forward? Larry Bird. It's over for you. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. You're not and, getting in. And you know, you know, Accept it. And it's so bad, like, Isaiah Thomas couldn't get on that team. Yeah. Well, you Jordan know. kept him off that team. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's... I would have easily swapped out uh, John, Stockton. John Stockton for <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Excuse me. But anyway, I, I don't mean, have the Rona. I'm just got like a tickle in my throat. <clears throat> well, anyway, I mean, the the point being that it's just unfortunate that you know these old rules stick around. And Shikari, I mean, you know, she's gonna make her money. She's gonna, she's gonna get her bag. But I mean, come on, she like, probably already has it. Like she's he's got a half a million Twitter followers. She probably got as many on Instagram. She's an influencer, whether she likes it or not. All she has to do is, or all that has to happen for her is a track shoe company, or a weed company, or a wig company, or what, or a <laughs> nail company. There's a lot of things to market with this woman. Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely has that. She has that look. She looks. Like, like like Cardi B, you know, <laughs> Cardi B with the track shoes. <laughs> she she's a runner in many ways. All right, oh! <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> what else do we have to talk? There's plenty um, of things going on. Um, okay, so uh, so uh, so we're here now. It's the middle of of July, uh, NBA Finals, and I call it the Safeway Select NBA Finals. <laughs> I got. I got offended when you said this yesterday. It's a Safeway Select NBA Finals. I'm not saying they're bad. Like Safeway Select is great. Like That's Safeway true. Select pizza tastes nice, but it's not brand name. Like That's you true. know, it's not brand name. So, Safeway Select soda used to be the shit when I was a kid. Like I was like, because you're broke. Yeah, I was like, this is way better. Than, this is way better than Coca Cola because <laughs> I can have it. <laughs> Safeway Select, man. Like, if you like the Lakers, how about the Clippers? <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, it's not like that. But like, I feel you. Like it is like teams that you don't expect. But that's kind of what its appeal. This uh, somebody in this finals is going to be the first team in the, either the history or in the last fifty years to win it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, the last time the Bucks won the NBA championship, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was Lou Alcindor. Yeah, he hadn't changed his name. He was still. Up there, and uh, I think like John Wooden was a coach of of uh, of UCLA. Yep, I think yeah. Bill Walton was still in college. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, I'm happy for whoever wins this thing. I mean, because it's it's all it's all smiles all around. But but it is kind of funny when you watch like like yeah, when's the last time you've been to Arizona or or Minnesota? Like you know, like, 
uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. See, the, <laughs> same I, I, thing. <laughs> I always fucked it up. Minnesota. Like I, I, I don't know. Like it's just Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Like Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin. Same. Yeah, it, it's kind of like in that same area. It's all like cold I, and white. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing there? But you know, I mean, the the real winner in this is Giannis Antetokounmpo because number one, we have learned to say Antetokounmpo. It's a fun name. Yeah, it's a fun name. Yanni Antetokounmpo. And number two, the man signed like a hundred and something million dollar deal. You and, know, and I still think I think he could probably get more. Like if he if he went for free agents, I mean, I don't know how it works to where like his team that draft him, they they're allowed to get more because of the bird rights. But like, he's worth more. Is what I'm saying. He's been the defensive player of the year twice. He's been the, the MVP twice. If the Bucks coach wasn't so damn dumb, they'd be up 2-0. I, I I don't know if he knows how to play basketball. I really don't. That's like, not his fault. <laughs> he seems He's like, doing everything he's supposed to do. Okay, here's what he does every time. From <laughs> from uh, from half court. Okay, I'm charging right towards the basket. Even if there's three people in front of me, I'm just going to truck them, try to score, and if I fail, I might just chuck the ball over my head or throw it to this person or that person. But that's it. Every play. You know why? Because that works. Now, here's why it's not going to win a championship. Because Budenholz is a fucking moron. Now, he's doing that, like, as, like, the power forward or the small forward running the point. Like, he's running the ball up. Like, the offense goes through him. Right. Make that son bitch a center. Swap him with Brooke Lopez, who all he wants to, all Brooke Lopez ever wants to do is rebound and shoot threes. So mm-hmm. let him do that. And then put right. Giannis in the middle to be as active as possible where he can't play basketball. But you would be, you like, getting so rebounds. You're saying, tell, ball, you're, all, telling, you're telling me, a basketball player to not play basketball. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, instead of being the point, forward or whatever just be the center to put everything back all your activity all the shit that you're good at happens in the middle you know what i mean all that shit that they can't match up with that they can't account for all those rebounds putbacks all that Mm. shit that you can't his arms are so long you can't block him from dunking on you right just learn to shoot free throws play in the middle you basically got alonzo morning and david robinson's body Mm. use him like that yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. I mean, although Zoe was a bit more violent. <laughs> I mean, you've never seen you've never seen Giannis like hit anybody over the head. You see how big Giannis got in one summer? <laughs> He's gonna be Alonzo Mourning in like three years. <laughs> keep lifting, keep eating. Um, That's another version. Like, yeah, he's from like he's from one of those countries in Africa. Was he Nigerian? Moved to to moved, Greece. Yeah. So yeah. like he like this. He's one of those examples. Like, oh, I get to eat regularly now. Right. <laughs> Huge, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep eating, keep lifting. That dude's gonna be three hundred pounds by like his eleventh year in the league. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's gonna be elite. He's gonna be David Robinson. Yeah, um, and he's by the way, he's an inspiration to people like me that look like a refugee when I came to America. <laughs> like I look like you. He could. was stupid skinny. Like he was way small. His like was it you that was telling me that him and Kevin Durant are the same weight? They they used to be okay. I yeah. was like, "There's no possible way." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> unless I, Kevin I, Durant carries all his weight in his feet, because there's no way he's the same size as Giannis. No, no. I I look like you could feed me for a dollar a day. Like Sally Struthers would put a a, a blanket over me. Giannis lightweight was <laughs> eating for a dollar a day, and now he's got now he's worth over a hundred million. You feed and lift like feed and put some uh, fitness into that dude. It's a wrap. And right, he's playing right. like they, they're playing him out of position. The Suns are smart as shit. The Suns are doing all the basketball things you're supposed to do. They're, pa- they're passing the ball around. Mm. They're they're not making any mistakes. They're getting in the passing lanes and stuff. Yeah, they That's, have they have a coach on the on the fucking floor. Exactly. I mean, Chris Paul is a coach. Yeah. 
The yeah. Suns do everything the Bucks don't. Like, the Suns aren't bigger, stronger, faster, but they're smarter. And that's mm-hmm. why they're always winning. And the Bucks are just out there trying to, yeah, every play. And it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Right, right. And and what the what the Bucks is dependent on is the two other players, uh, Chris Middleton and Pat Con, uh, Pat uh, Connett. Connaughton, yeah. yeah, like uh, Brook Lopez. Yeah. Brook Lopez has actually been scoring a lot, but if those guys don't score, I mean, I mean, like Giannis dropped forty last the other night, and they yeah. still lost. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't say he's dropped forty and twelve and like, oh, he doesn't know how to play bad. Like it's his his skill set is being mismanaged. Okay, okay, okay. Point taken. That's true. You don't drop forty in the NBA Finals if you don't know how to play basketball. Yeah. However, <laughs> like if you put Giannis on this Suns team, they'd be scoring one hundred and eighty points. Like if you swapped right. in with DeAndre Ayton and Ayton has been killing, but like you get like if Ayton had, uh, if Ayton was playing his position in Giannis's body, he'd be putting up fifty easily. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. By the way, shout out to DeAndre Ayton and all the Caribbean basketball players that have been through this whole <laughs> thing. Yes, DeAndre Ayton, Buddy, Buddy Heald, and uh, I'm trying to think who the other uh, known Caribbean players from the Bahamas. Uh, Michael Thompson. Through. Well, oh, Michael Thompson. Yeah, but, but that was like you know uh, Clay, Clay ago, Thompson's yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Okay. So anyway, I uh, you know there's a third game tonight. We're gonna check that out, see what happens. Um, safely select finals. It's good. It's you actually know. just starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, oh, peace out. No. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Last thing uh, uh, before we we have to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a minute, uh, so we haven't really talked about this <clears throat> this fucking idiot for a while. But you know, here we are, and this hits close to home because I'm a tech person. And so the former president of the United States is suing <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Google, Friendster, <laughs> uh, Napster, MySpace, uh, MySpace. LinkedIn, <laughs> SoundCloud. <laughs> I mean, and this shit is so ridiculous. Like, I don't know, like where he gets Pinterest. His, that's the word I forgot. He, oh, you see Pinterest. <laughs> I don't know where he gets the balls to do this. Where he gets the lawyers? Because, I mean, like, aren't they all in jail? All his people are going to jail. Like his, like his, his CFO is going to jail. And I mean, like, yo, man, like, I'm look. I'm not a, a businessman and I'm not a, a gangster, but I have watched The Wire, okay? And I know you don't have two sets of books, you stupid motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> there was a scene in The Wire where, like, it's Stringer Bell was trying to, like, get everybody on board and, like, try to, like, okay, we're going to have meetings. And if you want to speak, you have to stand up and get standing. And one guy was trying to take notes. And Stringer Bell slaps the notebook out of the guy's hand like, are you trying to take notes in a criminal conspiracy, you stupid motherfucker? What is wrong with you? Like, how stupid are these people? Wait a minute. So are you are you asking, is he dumb that he has the records or is he dumb that he's trying to sue to get back on on social media to where he can keep making that record? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm conflating. Both both are stupid. It's it's stupid to sue social media because everything has terms of service. Like mm. so the First Amendment is only about the government. It's not about you personally. Any website, anything you use, like there's that little checkbox that you kind of check but you don't read. You know, everybody nobody does reads that. that. No, nobody reads that shit, right? We're all you going just, to jail, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you keep two sets of books, you dummy. Yeah. But when you check that, it says terms of service of this service. <laughs> 
right? It's 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 just like if you go to a bar and you and you start cussing people out and like screaming at people, and throwing bottles, they'll kick you out. Like they don't have to no shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service. That's how we refuse. We have we observe the right to refuse service to anyone. Exactly. Like that's like everybody knows this. Like you don't go to people's house and start cussing them out. They throw you out. Like I was going to ask, does he have any suit? Because no, no, there's none. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no standing at all. This is, and the funniest part of this is, even if he had standing, they would have to do discovery because what Google and and Facebook would say is, we kicked you off because you violated our terms of service. So you need to provide all the materials that you said that led us to deny you term uh deny you here so do you really want to go back and and (laughs) and tell us what you said before we kicked you off yeah that nah uh this this dude this dude is a nuisance man seriously all i can say is like i i've been going back and forth with black people that have been like oh like shit was better with trump when we voted like this that and the third i voted for exactly what we have right now i haven't had to think about this motherfucker for six months yeah and that just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you ever great. have a you ever have a computer virus where like it just keeps putting pop ups and every time you try to get some shit done it just keeps popping up. Popping yeah, up. yeah, that's what it was like in my mind. It was like every time I had a thought, this motherfucker would pop up, and yep. now I feel like I like. <laughs> I was gonna say I got Norton antivirus, but you know, Norton. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that that didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like Biden is like an indoor washer dryer. You know, it's just quietly working in the background, like cleaning shit up. You don't have to and think about it. They do some fuck shit too, but at least they're doing it quietly, the way I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's definitely some fuck shit happening there too, but it's kind of like it's mentally more manageable. Yes. Much more, man. Like, I can breathe. Like, you ever, like, have you ever tried to do actual work with like a million things going on? Like, it's too distracting. And that dude was a constant distraction. Like, he took over every form of media, all attention. He was like the eye of Sauron. And just all attention just pointed at him all the time. Yeah. Every day I wake up and I open Twitter and be like, what did yeah. he say now? Every day. Every, every fucking day. And, but now that he has no power, like this is a desperate move. But he's running out of he's running out of space because here's what's gonna happen. You need lawyers to push these frivolous lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And if you have a track record of lawyers not only losing their licenses or being disbarred, like Rudy Giuliani got disbarred in Washington DC and New York, the Kraken lawyer actually has got subpoenaed because she said, Oh, well, you know, uh those, those lawsuits I I did about the fake election uh, thing. Uh, I was just kidding. They're like, you can't joke in court, motherfucker. You have to, you're, you're subpoenaed now. So all those things are coming to the forefront and you cannot keep going when no lawyer, I mean, what are you gonna do if you're a lawyer? You, you wanna be subpoenaed? You wanna be disbarred? All the while paying, be paid no money? How does like, he still have lawyers that, when his lawyers go to jail, I haven't been able to work that in the act. But like, how guilty do you have to be to where your lawyers go to jail <laughs> for representing you? Right. Like, right. you would think that'd be the first thing they would be like, nah, man, I can't even fuck with you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the first thing they taught me in lawyer school <laughs> or in law school. It's yeah. like, yeah, don't defend Donald Trump. You will go to jail. Right. I don't know. I don't even know what law that is, but he's he's up to three that I've counted on TV. <laughs> One of them used to be the mayor of New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. 
Like, do you really want to go there? Like, niggas are going to jail over yeah, the like, shit you're I saying. I wouldn't represent Donald Trump over a parking ticket at this point in time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everybody going to jail for this dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. So I think that's a start of, like... Try to catch up. Baron Trump probably got jury duty because of his dad. <laughs> like, God damn, man. Like, you, he, I know he, like, he probably a piece of shit, but I know he didn't do nothing. <laughs> He's only 17. <laughs> but, okay. But, but for all the people that are thinking this is so crazy, why was this, you know, how was this even possible? Please remember that Americans are extraordinarily stupid. Uh, Pat Robinson predicted the end of the world like three different times <laughs> and collected money off of that in 1987 i think in like 2010 i forgot the third day but he predicted the end of the world three times here's how stupid americans are just by and large and this this hit me right in the face like i was trying to i was trying to come up with a story for a sketch that like i was going to shoot with another comic and i was like oh that's kind of dumb but then I realized the number one movie in the world right now is uh, is Car Thieves in in Space, otherwise Fa- known as Fast, Fast and, and the Furious Nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. family. <laughs> the 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 funniest thing I've seen on Twitter: Street about- Racing Car Pilot, Street Racing Car Pirates in Outer Space is the number one movie on Earth, and they haven't done street racing in six movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, somebody asked, uh, and Vin Diesel said on the record, I think a Fast and the Furious movie with dinosaurs is too far. That's that's too far? Yeah. You, you shot... <laughs> you shot Ludacris and, and Tyrese into space in a Fiero. I don't know which part of that sentence is the most ridiculous. <laughs> this this movie, like, you know the term jump the shark? Yeah. Like, this movie is jumped, like, this franchise has jumped the shark every scene for the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's putting, you know, it's paying mortgages. So How did I even care. get onto this? Like, we were talking about something else entirely, and then I got um, to, Yeah, stupidity. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah that's how America, America's a yeah, stupid country. Because the number one movie franchise, pretty much of all time, probably, is yep. is street racing car pirates in outer space. Yep. <laughs> and when, when Fast and the Furious 10 comes out, uh, the joke goes, it should be called Fast 10, your seatbelts. Yeah, that Marty. <laughs> I'm not even going to womp womp. <laughs> You know what? I, it's a street joke, but it's applicable because this entire movie f- franchise is a street joke. This is stupid. Like, Here's another stupid joke. I heard John Cena was in this movie, but I can't confirm. I couldn't see him. Even Paul looked at me like, you piece of shit. <laughs> He's like, I can't even get down with this. Get out of my, get out of my fucking studio. Nope. <laughs> Nope, nope. I, but that, I think we're out of time, people. Like, damn, just ended the show on that one. Yeah, but like they went from The Rock to John Cena. That's how big it did. Like they're 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 running out of actual actors, so they're just like, let's just go down the line. Booker T is gonna be in Fast Fast Eleven. Why the fuck not? Right, exactly. Yeah. Spin a Rooney in a car. It's not too far fetched. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, uh, next thing you know, it's it's gonna be uh uh what, what's his face? Uh, the the guy that. The celebrity uh, YouTube guy that fought um, one of the Pauls, uh, that, Jake and Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. put them. In the movie. Yeah, yeah, Jake, Jake Paul's gonna be there. 
I mean, what? Why not? Why not? What, and, and you know, they, you know, they didn't give a fuck if one of their their main stars died in a car crash. They did like, not care. They're like, you know, let's do another one. Oh like, well. How will we not do this anymore? Like, this is getting people killed. And here, and here's how foul that is. If they actually would have ended the series after that movie where they did like a very heartfelt farewell to him, mm-hmm. that would have been a classy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Nope. Seven more, literally yep. seven more movies after that. <laughs> We've at we're at the third one, and then they're gonna make four more or three or four more of these goddamn things. Mm-hmm. Yep. It would have been nice if they're just like, okay, Paul Walker passed away in a horrible way, mm-hmm. ironic to the to the franchise. Let's do a very nice, heartfelt farewell to this man, and not do it again. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, we need, we need more money. We need more money. I wouldn't be surprised if they rebooted him and just used him CG like as CGI in like the next movie. Um, they can. I mean, when you sign that that deal, it says in perpetuity. Oh God! In perpetuity used to mean that that whatever you you did on camera, they could use it forever. But when that Star Wars movie came out, they used the character uh, from Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back that died twenty years ago and reanimated him. So the in perpetuity thing is you're right. For real that scares me. Yeah. I've also Dude, re- in 2037, you could be in a porno. You wouldn't even, you know, there's nothing to stop them from doing that. I, the only thing that makes me mad is like, why wouldn't you let me do this while I was alive? But <laughs> like, how dare you wait till I'm dead? <laughs> I just realized something though. Like, also to the stupidity of Americans, Vin Diesel has been a megastar. Uh, for well over 25 years and for the vast majority of it all he's had to say is i am groot and family that's it Mm -hmm. tens of millions of dollars four words Mm -hmm. well i mean uh well you know i mean he's preceded by schwarzenegger Mm. ah (laughs) ah get in the chopper ah I always thought it was funny that we never explained why he had that accent, even though he'd be playing some dude like John Williams or something. Like he'd be like, <laughs> like, like Bob, Jim, like Bob Jamerson, uh, <laughs> ex ex military marine. Like, but like you're not gonna talk about the fact this dude has a very thick Austrian accent, even though he's a U.S. Marine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't show up and like be an action hero, but like. What I want, dreadlocks, a lot of mercy. They'd be like, what the hell? John Claude Van Damme, they do the same thing. They act like he's American. It's like, no, he's very clearly French or German or somewhere in the middle. Belgian, right. that's the same thing. Bel- yeah, 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 in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't do like like Love Jones or like, you know, uh, any of those movies. Oh, Oh, excuse me, excuse me. What I want? I know, I know. When you could have did, Stella got a group back. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's that an American taking your job. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! Cool running still gets me upset. Like <laughs> all their accents are terrible. Oh, I, I can't believe that they. Saga, you're dead, bud. <laughs> Can't watch it. Still can't watch it. But, I understand. But you see what I'm saying? Like, how could I do an action movie and like have like a heavy Caribbean accent and nobody brings it up? Like how? Every Schwarzenegger movie, they never bring up the fact. Like, why is there a German? Why is there a German robot trying to kill me? <laughs> That'd be my first question. Like, yo, like, the Nazis attacking. Like, what's going on in the future? The Nazis win. Like, how does this work? 
I mean, be Bach. Why are you all like that? Should be the easiest way to pick him out. It's not even the fact that he's six eight and like well, Arnold ain't that tall. He's like six foot and brick shit house. But like yeah. you can't tell the fact that this dude is clearly speaking German. <laughs> see, see, that's why I would be bad at horror movies because I always have questions. I'm like, wait, okay, first of all, like, like why are you, like why? Yeah, okay, you you, you talk you talk funny. Where are you from, man? Like, I, like I want to know. <laughs> Candyman was always terrifying to me because I always thought all act all horror movies like you know just like they never had black people because we would either get away or violently attack the person with weapons, mm. but Candyman was in the hood, so it was like oh shit we got no chance. Yeah, <laughs> and and Candyman uh, he kind of looked like me. I played him for Halloween Damn. one year. I scared Damn. I scared white women. <laughs> I scared white women all over West Hollywood for. <laughs> Straight up, like I had the hook, I had the hook and everything. Oh my god! Scared white women, Paul. Paul, if it was ever a bunch of bees outside around this man, I would run in the other direction. I came <laughs> for you. God. Did you have like a, a a hanger in your hand? No, I had, I had a hook. I found a, I found like a what, like a what do you call it? like a Disneyland like hook, like Captain uh, <laughs> Captain Hook, like yeah. a pirate hook. Yeah, and I just I just like had that in my hand. And I had a big jacket on, and I was just like walking around. I came for you, <laughs> security. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. You look exactly like Kenny. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this yeah, up, Yeah, we man. do. All right, thank you guys for tuning in at whatever point you did. Uh, we are back. We're going to be doing this uh, more often. Uh, this seems a lot better. We like It's flowing more because we're in the same room. We can bounce ideas off each other. It's not that latency like you're playing an online video game. Right, uh, right. Do you have anything you'd like to promote coming up, my good friend? Um, <laughs> Let me think. No, I don't have anything in, uh, in, in a can right now. Uh, it's kind of dry. So, uh, if, you know. Yeah, we're getting back. You? To, we're getting back used to it. I uh, I do have something. I will be at the Laugh Factory down the street on August eighth uh, for Chocolate Sundays, my graduation spot. I'm very proud of that. It took me like literally my whole time in LA to get that to get that uh, that gig. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chocolate Sundays like they'll book you and be like, congratulations, uh, Sunday, January twenty fifth, twenty twenty seven. No shade whatsoever. That's how it is. Like that's literally the wait list for if you're. It's not so much a black comic but it's majority black comics and, and like there's a million comics out here that have been trying to get in on this show and like they're like okay yeah your gate your date is two years from now you'd be like what seriously like you're lucky it's two we've got some people this five so right yeah, I, i'm doing my spot please august 8th it's a sunday come through 9 30 oh. p.m other than that i'm Corey showtime i'm kevin monroe and the man behind the scenes paul verdugo letting everything happen shout out to flashback of the studios having us in here y'all ain't gotta go home you gotta get off my internet or al gore's internet i'll see y'all later peace